Hey everyone, hope you're doing absolutely amazing. I just want to again always say thank you to everybody, to all the new listeners. Welcome, so excited to have you. Uh, it's been fun to see all the new listeners coming and and helping us just grow this channel and continuing to make a big impact in other people's lives. And just want to give a quick shout out to several students in the course. I can't give names yet because we got verbal offers, uh, but we need to sign some stuff first. Uh, but just want to say again, another great week. Also. We had three interviews going today, so absolutely love to see it. Love seeing the success. If you guys are interested, again, we only accept five people every month. Our average person's breaking in in under 9.8 weeks at $91,000. We offer coaching inside the course, weekly office hours. We meet on a weekly basis. We do mock interviews, mock role plays to get you prepped. It's a self-paced course as well. So it's again, it's a course with mentorship is the best way to explain it um, because a lot of people will ask me, hey, is it just a course? Um, but I also need to just address something real quick is I am only associated with new to medical device sales and my program and my business. I am not associated in any other coaching businesses. I'm not as associated in anything else with medical device sales. Unfortunately, um, I've, I've had some, several people reach out to me this week. And so I just had to state that is Jacob McLaughlin only works with new to medical device sales students, and we only work with our course. Uh, so I just want to put that out there. So if anyone is listening, um, sorry if you were told differently, but we work for, with only our program and our course um, because, again, I don't need to work with anybody else's course or program because we have success with our own students and I want to give all, my, all our students their own time. So I just needed to state that, but I'm really excited to be bringing you today because this was sparked from our office hours. We just did them. I always get fired up talking to our students, especially when we have a student come on and tell us they just got hired at over six figures. It always just crack or gets me jacked. And so I always love it. And so Today was sparked by that, but it's going to be interviewing one-on-one, especially in that first round interview. Um, but also, if you guys wouldn't mind, a pressing like helps us grow this channel. A five-star review helps us grow this channel so we can help other people. But again, if you guys are interested, you're going to need a LinkedIn. So make a LinkedIn. Follow me at Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn or new to medical device sales. I love connecting with you guys, being able to answer any questions that you guys have. And you're going to need one to break into medical device sales anyway. So you might as well make one and just reach out. So really excited to to connect with all of you. Again, our average person has been having so much success. It's so much fun. We've had a lot of people break in in under eight weeks recently. Um, and so we are just, I'm just so excited and I feel so blessed to be able to continue to work with so many great human beings and help you guys achieve your goals. Again, it is extremely competitive. I don't accept most people because again, unlike many people, I still work this industry. I'm in medical, I'm in med tech. Um, and so I have a job and work that life too. So again, we only take really serious people. And that's the last thing I would just say to you guys who are reaching out, they go to the website and look at it. Um, what I would just encourage you guys, don't reach out about the course if you're really not that serious. And, and because I, again, I am a very busy individual, just like we all are. Um, but to get on calls, to have people be like, oh, I just wanted to see about it. Great. That's why we have the videos, the TikToks, all that. We only want to speak with really ready to go committed human beings because those are the people who get hired the fastest and are ready to go. And lastly, I always just say, Yes, it is an investment, but why people will like, why can you charge? Because we are way under market value. I did it because I moved out here with $1,200 to my name, but I also know we get a 30X return on investment in the first three months and under 10 weeks. And that is fake. You can't go anywhere else. And that's just first year because you just have to return a certain amount and you will 100X it, no problem. So if you guys are really interested in breaking into medical device sales, the link is in the description. And lastly, I just wanted to do a reminder for any reps that are already in the industry, we do have our new podcast called First Year in Medical Device Sales. If you search it, it will come up. 
on any platform. We also just got the YouTube page set up. But again, this is going to be a podcast and a place where once you guys break in, we're going to go into real life situations, going to be having guests on that are actual reps and managers, and just helping you guys progress your career as fast as possible. I'm also going to share tips and things that I've gone through and how I've had success inside the industry. And so again, you guys can check it out at First Year In Medical Device Sales on podcast, all platforms, and also YouTube. But let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin. And today, you guys, I'm coming fired up as usual. You're like, when aren't you fired up? But um, I'm even more fired up today because we just had our office hours. Um, and so again, if you guys don't know, we do office hours every week. We meet as a group. Everyone in the course who can make it comes in. We go, we answer questions. You see other people are in the community. And we go through and get a C process. And today, we got somebody who got to pop on explain that they're hired. We all got a clap for them. It's an awesome experience and it just keeps going. Um, but I wanted to make this episode because we had a lot of great questions come in during office hours and I just absolutely loved them. They're, they're always so beneficial for everybody inside there. But I was like, this is very beneficial. I think other people should know about this. And so what I kind of wanted to go into was interview 101. And what we talk about, the hardest thing to do in medical device sales is to break in. And everyone is like, oh, how do I get an interview? But most people don't know it's an extremely competitive process, right? There's 500 plus people applying for a position. It's going to take five to seven interviews, six to 12 weeks. You know, And again, when I say this to you guys, it's on average, right? Are there some companies that do two? Yes. Are there some that do 12? Yes. Are there some that hire in three weeks because they had a spot come open? Yes. Are there some that hire in six months? Yes. To all the above, right? As you can see, but the reason I wanted to do this is because I was trying to prep some of our people as they get ready for going into medical device sales. And there was really five questions that we, we kind of talked about, but I wanted to share three of them with you guys of when you guys are going through the interview process and especially at the beginning, what you guys should be asking and what you should be doing. So when we're going through the interview process, right, most of the time, as long as you guys are doing what we talk about is networking, reaching out to people, getting the, that set up. A lot of times you'll get an interview and you'll go into a first round interview. And again, each company does it different. Some first round interviews, you'll be meeting with a recruiter or HR. Some of them you'll be meeting with the regional manager and it's just kind of a nonchalant setting of, hey, we're going to talk for 15, 20 minutes. What that is, is they just want to see if they like you. So again, we always teach inside the course, the first, uh, the first interview. So many new people are like, oh my God, I got an interview. Oh my gosh. Well, not to make you guys feel bad, but like my dog, Sam, is sitting on the couch or on the bed sleeping. Sam can get an interview. Uh, it's not that hard to get a first round interview anymore. You just have to show that you're a competent human being and you're not just asking for a job. So everybody who's listening right now who's been trying for three months and hasn't got an interview, uh, that was a slam at you because you've just been asking people for jobs and asking them to give you handouts and you haven't been doing any work. So hope that helped. <laughs> but as we go into the next round and now you guys are like, oh, I got a first round interview. This is what everybody kind of thinks is they're like, oh, I need to be so prepped. I need to be all this. Honestly, during the first round interview, they're going to just be seeing who you are, how you carry yourself, how you talk about yourself. They're going to tell you a little bit about the job, about the position, and about the territory, and then see if you're a good fit. They'll probably ask you about yourself. They'll ask you why medical device sales. They'll ask you why this company. And you need to have great answers for those, right? So I can tell you answers you need to have ready are why this company why you want to work for this company, why you want to work for this division, and why you'd be a great candidate for this position. That's what you need to know for those three. You do that, 
you can put a sentence together, know how to close and follow up, uh, there's a good chance you go to round two, right? Um, so there you go. You just got free tips and you got a second round interview going into it. But the, the reason I'm saying that with all the jokes aside is so many people go through this interview and we say it all the time. The difference between our people and most people going through this process is most people are just needy. They're just trying to get a job, right? Instead of you need to have them sell to you. So that's the difference between people ask me all the time, Jacob, how do you get people hired in under nine weeks? How do you get them? Like our last eight people have been all hired. Well, we just got one hired who was in a little longer, but exclude them. They've all been in in under eight weeks, right? So with that said, how do you get them hired in under eight weeks? Well, we teach our people to make the companies interview them as, they, as well as they interview the companies. Why should I work here? Why should I be a part of this company? What are you excited about? Because so many of you guys come off desperate. Oh, I just need a job. Oh, I just want to be here. Oh, I just need to break in. Oh my gosh, I've been trying for four months. Oh my. Think about this to dating. I always bring it back to dating. If there's somebody who, I just said it on office hours, if there's somebody who says yes to everything, they're a yes man, they jump up and down, you say, jump, how high? You want to go here? Yes, whatever you do. Eventually, you're going to get sick of them and be like, don't you have your own opinions? Don't you like ever think for yourself? It happens all the time. And so what I'm saying is when you go through this process, you have to know who you are. But what the difference is between our people who get hired so quickly and the people who don't is our people are making the company sell to them. Compared to you guys who are just like, I just had this happen where they're like, I was, what was the salary? I don't know. When are they expecting to hire? I, I don't know. What's the territory? I, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you know? Right? What most people do is they don't want to ask any hard questions because they're like, oh, I, it was just going so well. I didn't want to close on them because it was going so well. That's how you know you're never going to get a job. Because what do you think I do every single week? I have to close people. When you're in the OR with a doctor, or you're at a lunch with a doctor. Is it, oh, it was just going so well. And so I thought they were going to use our stuff. No, you have to say, hey, doc. So after our conversation, would you be open to trialing for three cases? Oh, you would? Great. And then they're going to say yes, because of course they don't want to be non they want to be non-confrontational and they want you to go and just run away and they'll never use you. That's where you have to be like, okay, doc, I just want to make sure you are okay to trial this for the next three cases. Great. Is it okay? If you take, walk me to your surgery scheduler and we let her know that or him know that, and they're like, uh, no, you can just tell them. And then from there, you're going to be like, okay, so I can go talk to your surgery scheduler and say that you told them to book the next three cases. And they're like, yes, great. Now we're good. And now we can go confront, do that, confirm it. And now we get cases on the board compared to if you just say, oh, okay, walk away. That person was never going to use you. And then what if you say, hey, can we go in and do that together? He's like, oh, I'll just take care of it. Or she's like, no, I'll just take care of it. Well, there seems to be a little hesitation. And now you can confront that. And now you can do it. Hence how you guys got to see it. So it has to have some confrontation in there because otherwise you're never going to get surgery scheduled and actually get deals done, right? They're seeing that. And most of you guys are like, oh, but it was going so well, right? But that's sidetracking me. That's just helping you guys actually be successful and once you're actually in the industry. But number two, let's go into the questions that you should be asking. When you go into a first round interview, you need to know, first off, when is this position looking to be filled? When would you like this to be done? Right? So many people don't want to do that because they're like, oh, that seems much. But the reality is, how are you supposed to know if it's going to be three weeks from now or eight months from now? Then you're up in the air. Now you're going crazy because you're like, I just don't know. Compared to if you ask one simple question, hey, yeah, so I was just wondering, when are you looking to have this position filled by? Bam. 
you get your answer. You know if it's six weeks, six months, six days. Because here's the difference. We've talked about this on other podcasts. Some territories are replacing a rep. Somebody are ex- some are expanding. Those are two different timelines, right? So you need to know. And then this is the thing. If somebody tells you we're trying to get this place filled in the next two months or two weeks, that tells you they're going to speed up the process. You need to be ready. You need to be ready to go. You got to be able to get slotted in compared to the say, oh, we're just looking, putting stuff on the back burner. We'll probably open it in the next four to six months. Well, then you don't need to go as hard. And you should probably looking at other positions as you're doing that. And that's just a backup plan, right? Because you don't want to be putting all your eggs in one basket if it's not going to work out. That's number one. Number two, how much is it going to pay? And literally, this is why I'm making this whole podcast. Because I said this to our office hours and I had one of our students say, I talked to somebody and they told me not to say that. And my response back to them was, I wish I was wrong, but after getting over a thousand people hired, I'm just not. And that comes off very cocky. Some people will be like, oh, that's arrogant. But here's the whole thing. Why would we entertain it if we don't know how much money we're going to make? Why would I entertain a job that you're telling me I'm only going to make $53,000 at when I know there's other jobs that pay to do the exact same thing, a hundred grand, right? You need to know and you have to ask, hey, what is the pay? What's the salary? And what's the commission? And what's the structure of this? Is it 100% base? Guaranteed money. Is it base plus commission? Is it 100% commission? If you're going for a full line rep role, are you on a guarantee? Is it just straight, you get commission right away and you don't get any money and maybe you make a lot of money or no money, right? Compared to certain companies, they'll give you a six month guarantee. So you could not get out of bed, which I don't recommend you need to get out of bed and do your job, but you could not get out of bed for six months and you get paid. That's a six month guarantee, right? Because they know it's going to take time to get you on. These are questions you need to know, right? And so I say this to our people all the time. If you ever ask these questions and somebody gets angry, agitated, like not in a good mood because of it, that's a red flag and you should not work with them. You shouldn't even be excited to go through it because those are simple questions. That's just doing the due diligence. You don't go buy a car and just go, looks nice. Okay, give it to me. No, you ask for the car fat. Well, let me just say this. I hope you guys do. If you don't, can't help you. Too far gone. Um, but maybe I'll help you guys buy a car, right? Well, it's like you should go to the Carfax. You should be able to have them. Oh, is there any accidents? Where's the maintenance record? Can you show me that? When was the last time it had any major issues? When was the last time it had an oil change? Can I take it to a mechanic? And at all times, guess what? If people have nothing to hide, here, 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 yeah, take it to a mechanic. But what do we have? Oh, the used car salesman, the people that nobody likes. What is it? No, it's fine. Why do you need to get on it? Why would you need to take it to a mechanic? I just told you it works. And then guess what? You're driving down the road two months later and your car breaks down because it doesn't work. They lied to you, right? That's the same exact thing. So when you go to a first round interview, you should know when the heck they're trying to hire the job so you know it. You should know how much money you're at least going to make or at least what they're projecting. It's going to change as you go through it. And don't get, again, if they tell you 48 or 62,000, don't get married to it because if you do what we teach you inside the course, you'll make way more just because they say that doesn't mean they're going to pay you that, right? Um, but you guys have to learn how to do that in the right, smart way. But the reason I'm just saying that is too many people fixate on it. But you need to know when they're looking to hire, you need to know why or how much money you're going to make. And then number three, what I, I told them is you need to understand why the position's open. And this is going to tell you a lot about it, right? Is the position open because they're expanding? That's great. Growth. Is the position open because somebody got promoted? Great. Opportunity for growth. And it sounds like it was probably already running. Number three, did the person leave to another company? Okay, that's okay, but why? And they might not know that answer. You're not going to know that, but you're going to have to kind of do some research because, again, 
that's a little red flag if someone's leaving this company because if this company's so great, why would they leave it? Right? So you need to understand that. Number four, did the person just quit? Because that's a big red flag. They didn't go to another med device company. They didn't do, they just quit. Well, I don't know many people who just quit med device sales because it's so great, right? It's probably there was some stuff going on. That it's telltale signs that tell you. So what I'm saying this is you need to ask those three questions because it's going to give you the information you need to know. So now you're not asking, I don't know when they're going to try to get this hired by. You know, I don't know how much money I'm going to make. They gave me a range. Number three, why is it open? It's expanding. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, so the, the person just got promoted. Great. Or they fired them. Why did you fire them? Expand on that because maybe you will learn what not to do. AKA, then you'll learn what to do so you can be good at the job and get hired. There's like, see, these are the simple questions that nobody thinks about because they're like, oh, I don't want to come off like too strong. But these are the simple things you have to do. So this is really based on a first round interview when you guys are going through it because I get so many people who are like, oh, I had one or two, but I didn't make it past it. Well, there you go. If you do what I just said, you'll, you'll make it past it as long as you come prepared and you do the little bit of the research and don't just ask for jobs and you actually know how to answer some questions. And you actually, guess what? When they ask you, do you have any questions for us? You actually have some instead of 99% of you guys say, nope, I'm just excited to be here, right? Going back to dating. <laughs> do you want the person who's just waiting? <sighs> just take me, just take me, just take me. Or would you rather have the person who's confident in themselves? They don't have to text you back if they don't want to. You actually start to chase them afterwards. Crazy how psychology works, right? Like it's just these little things that you guys are just learning as you go through the process. But the reason I'm saying that is when my, when my students said that, oh, I got told that I shouldn't do that. And it's just like, we, I'll say this one more time. And I've said it a lot of times and some people, it rubs the wrong way. But if you guys have listened to me by now, you already know how I roll. Really don't care if it rubs people the wrong way. Because it is what it is. It's the truth. And if they don't like it, okay, maybe I'm wrong. But eagles don't fly with pigeons. If that person's got a thousand people hired, take their advice. Otherwise, I'm going to keep taking my advice. Because we just got three people hired on Monday. So, you know, this is what I'm just saying. It's people all have an opinion. But like I say this all the time, there's a lot of people you're going to reach out to. And I'll say this on the podcast so everyone can hear it. So you guys can know this. There's so many people in medical device sales who've never got anyone else hired but themselves. But then they're going to give you advice on what they did to get hired, but they've only got themselves hired. Oh, yeah, my uncle. Well, you don't have an uncle in med device sales. Oh, well, I just fell into it. Oh, I just got great. Oh, I broke in 20 years ago. We don't, it's not the same industry it was 20 years ago, right? Like there's all these different things. And now I'm not saying that like, I'm not saying that people who have been in for 20 years have no good advice. I'm not saying that. What I'm trying to say to you guys is you have to be able to think and be like, Did, is this person helped a lot of people get in? Because so many people, the, the easiest way I'll say this, and every athlete will shake their head and understand it. There's a lot of dudes who can run four, four, three forties, but they can't teach you how. Just because someone else did it doesn't mean they know how to do it. The reason I'm saying this to you guys is I live it every single day. I do it with you guys, but I also coach people. I've gotten over a thousand people hired, which shows that I know how to teach it and coach it compared to there's so many people who will say, I did this, but then they can't replicate it and they can't teach other people how to do it. But if you can find a mentor or somebody who can show you how to have the exact same or better success faster, that's where the value comes in. That's what we do and that's where we're going. That's why I'm saying this to you guys compared to you guys are going to get on a thousand calls. You know how many, like I say this to all the time, you know how many people told me I'd never break in? Most of them. 
those same people are now, I, I had more success or I'm at the same management level that they were. And it took them 10 years. I'm in two and a half years. Now, again, who cares about me? Throw me out the window. It's just saying that just because one person says it doesn't, every single word I say, I always tell you guys, take it with a grain of salt. I'm a dude on the internet. Go check it with other people. Tell me I'm wrong, right? But most of the time, I just had a conversation with an author rep today who's been in for two years, who doesn't even make what we get associates placed at. And then when I'm telling him what's out there, he's like, I don't know. They always told me this is the best. I always got told ortho. I'm not saying anything against ortho. Maybe ortho is great for you. But I'm just telling you, I know a lot of people who don't work ortho that are in med device sales that don't work 80 hours a week and make more money. If that offends you and you get mad about it, well, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's just the truth. And so that's what I'm just saying. It's like, you guys need to do your research. You need to talk to people. But Every single human being, take it with a grain of salt. And what I just say, and every single time, it's sports, and I love sports. And you guys, if you haven't heard by now, I'm a very competitive individual, hence why I love sales. But it's like, anything I do, all I just say is scoreboard. You don't have to believe a word I say. I Like, I love it. I just got told, like, somebody was like, Jacob doesn't know what he's doing. He's never performed in the industry. Okay. If that's true, then go to my LinkedIn. See how I performed with the largest company in the world. And let me just say this. If I didn't perform in the largest company in the world, how did I become a regional sales manager where most of them need seven to 10 years experience? And I did it with under two. I'm just that good of a liar, I guess, right? There's a lot of sarcasm there. The reason I'm just telling you guys this, people are all gonna say stuff. But if you just have, just scoreboard, go look at the stats, right? It's the same thing what we're doing right now. Just look at it. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, but... This guy got said this. Did this guy get a thousand people hired in two years? Okay, take the, take whoever's advice you'd like to. The last thing I'll say that because I had to say this to a girl I talked to yesterday that was looking at the course. I don't take financial advice from a homeless person. I'm gonna let that sit for a second. I don't take financial advice from a homeless person, just like I don't take fitness advice from someone who's not fit. Just like I don't take business advice from someone who's not in business. And how good is their business? I hope you guys can see where I'm going with this. Go after where you want to go, but understand that the last thing I'll say this to you guys, because I said it in our course, you guys just have to understand the 20-80 rule. Usually when we talk about like, let's just go sales, 20% of your accounts do 80% of your revenue. It's no different than med device sales. Usually 20% of the reps do 80% of the revenue which shows you that there's a lot of people who aren't performing in med device sales or just aren't, they're having an off year. But like, again, the reason I'm saying that is there's a lot of people who have been in for three plus years, five plus years, who've never hit quota and they're going to give you all the advice. So I would just let you sit on that. But if you guys would press that like and subscribe button, uh, five-star review always helps us grow this channel. I really appreciate you guys. I was really fired up about that today because when, when my students said that, I was like, man, eagles don't fly with pigeons. We ain't taking this. So don't listen to anybody who says all this stuff that's like, oh, you need sales experience. Crap. We've already, like the three people we got hired didn't have sales experience this week. So you don't need sales experience. You just need to know what to do. Um, and then what I would just say, if you guys are interested in breaking into medical advice sales, link is in the description. We have, of course, our average person breaks in and under... 10 weeks at 9.8 weeks. And it's actually lower, but I just don't want to change anything. So it's 9.8 weeks at $91,000. We just literally got off a call. Uh, Vincent, shout out to you, but we got it. several people I talked to this week and uh, our students and they're over six figures again. So that's great. Love it. Love to see it. And so if you guys are really wanting to break in, 
all I say and all I do is save you guys in time and money. That's it. I'm just saving you time and money because everything you're trying to figure out, we figured out. It's no different than I say this all the time. If I'm trying to get to a certain spot in business or I'm trying to get to a certain spot in financial or in retirement or whatever it is, I'm going to just go to the people who've already done it and I'm just going to learn from them because they're going to save me a lot of time, and a lot of effort. And now I don't have to guess. And it's how we get people hired so fast. So if, if you're really serious about it, we don't take anyone. We really don't take the majority of the people who reach out. We only take five people a month. Um, and so that's what I would just say is reach out. We will schedule a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. Um, so I just want you guys to know this is how we get such fast results is we keep it very small and closed. And the thing I have to reiterate is I am only a part of my program. I do not coach or help and I'm not a part of any other program. Unfortunately, I've heard some stuff. I've got some texts. I've got some emails. I am only a part of new to medical device sales. No other program in medical device sales, no other company. It is only medical device sales. So just had to put that in there real quick. Love it. If you guys want to press that like and subscribe button, reach out to us on LinkedIn. We're always happy to connect with you guys and can't wait to see you on the next one.